0: Hey, thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're very welcome.
0: It's an honour to be here, sitting with you. Oh, so certainly not an honour. I'm just a pot a half northerner. Come on now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I I'm love just going to talk oh, some shit, it.
0: mate. I got a question. Because <laughs> you do a lot of, you do a lot of um, long events.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: First of all, that's admirable. You know, you must be a few screws loose upstairs. I'm joking.
1: Absolutely. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you trying to find? Do
1: you know what? It's an interesting question because I think for me, it's to find how capable I can be living with a life-threatening lung disease. I think that is the basis of it because being told you'd never achieve anything in life, and going through a lot of trauma, you—some people, I me, tend to lean into things that seem more or near enough impossible for many people to do the things that most people wouldn't do to prove to myself that I can and hopefully inspire someone else to follow their goals.
0: That's so beautiful, mate. And it, you know, to prove to yourself stands out to me that, you know, there's that that, that little voice in the back of your head that probably believed the naysayers you know this even if it's 0.1% it's a little voice in the back of your head it's that angel and the devil right we've all got it we've all got that angel and the devil that constant internal battle that's going on and is that part of you that says oh maybe maybe you should put your feet up maybe they are right maybe maybe this isn't possible and it's to prove to that person that they're wrong
1: absolutely and i think unless you lean into a level of discomfort and push yourself. What are you really doing with your life? Is That could have applied to fitness. It can apply to a career goal, your personal life. Because I believe that if you do what's easy, life remains hard. And if you do what's hard, life does become easier because you do build the resilience and you do build an understanding of yourself and what you want out of life by leaning into the hard. And I'm not saying you have to go around run like an ultramarathon or a marathon or anything like that. I'm just saying it's about finding your heart and then building on that. Because for me, the happiest moments of my entire life are always the moments where I've had that devil on the shoulder being like, but are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure you can carry on? Are you sure you can finish this challenge you've set yourself? Because that voice always wants to bet against you. But that's why you have to bet with yourself and know and believe in yourself so strongly that other people have no choice but to eventually believe in the things that you want to achieve. Because I think we live in a strange world, and especially with social media, where so many people just wanna tear you down. Mm. And so many people don't believe in what you're doing, or they believe you've just been lucky. And that's a line I've had a lot, oh, your CF must be mild, so you must be lucky. But I think mm. people forget they don't see the graph that happens behind the scenes. They don't see the hard days, the days you can't get out of bed, the days that you've made things happen, despite not, you know, not knowing whether you could do those things that day. And I think it's very easy for people to say, oh, it's all right for you. Of course you can do it. But again, they've not had the same steps and the same background. And I do believe that everyone has the power to achieve something extraordinary within their life if they want it enough.
0: For sure. For sure. And it's like we've created a society that accepts stagnation and comfort. And that's yeah. just kind of the, the common trend. And it's what we should strive towards is, is mm. this utopia of, oh yeah, everything's like, a-okay and we're kind of sedated and medicated and you know yeah <laughs> kind of everyone's doing all right meditated <laughs> as well you know with the fucking hippies have the have the way i'm joking but <laughs> just i don't know I I, I I think about it a lot of like human emotion right because this thing is what in my, my opinion provides us this, this this life thing with meaning if we didn't have any emotions and what would mean anything you know and i like to think about it as a spectrum Right, it goes from one side to the other, and I, and I, regardless of your religion, but in my opinion, heaven and hell is just the two extremes of the spectrum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right, and we have the choice to pendulum from side to side. Our actions be able to dictate that, but most yeah. of the time, we slot ourselves in the middle, and we usually try and numb ourselves out. Right, we try to ex- escape life, and it doesn't make mm-hmm. much sense to me anyway, it's like, well, we're trying to walk through life drunk 24-7. You're trying to escape yourself. That's the impossible. Wherever you go, you're going to be there.
1: Yeah, and I think it's easy to forget that you only have one shot. So why spend it trying to please others or do what what others think you should do or be miserable? And I think it's the understanding of like you have the power to make things happen even when you don't think you do and I think it's important to kind of let go of the fear of what other people say and you know it, it comes with experience and time and depending on your friendship circles and the things that you want to achieve but I think becoming authentic in a world that tries to you not to be is very difficult i think it was much easier 10 years ago in terms of that side of it because i think social media kind of morphs people into one person sometimes but i think that's why it's important to stay true to you and your values and what you want to do and don't undersell yourself and don't let life kind of take advantage of you as well
0: what started you on this journey
1: for me, it was when I was told I was given uh, two years to live. Um, And I would naively just was like, you know, what? I don't have time to die. I have stuff I want to do. And the stuff turned into a career, adventures, challenges, you know, you name it. All the things that nobody ever believed I could do. And it's a ripple effect. So that's why it's like, all you have to do is be brave enough to take that first step. Follow through and do the things you're gonna say you're gonna do, because that's the fastest way to grow your confidence. And let life happen.
0: You're gonna make me fucking cry here. <laughs> <laughs> well
1: that's such oh, an no. English
0: response. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, mate, I don't have time to die. <laughs> oh dear. Wow. That's proper sat me down, mate. That's like poetic justice. And I think, um like we were saying before, that stubbornness. And I think that refusal to quit is quite often the only answer that we need. You know, we yeah. search for this perfect path. We search for this fucking algorithmic formula, this body, this, that, and the other. You're like, yeah. A lot of the time, you're not going to know the answer, mate. And we only know if it's the answer once you fucking try it. Yeah. So just keep swinging a bat, and guess what? You miss, that's fine. But all you need is 30% home runs to hit the Hall of Fame. That's exactly. it. Three out of ten, you've got to hit a home run.
1: And I am a firm believer as well, is like if doors don't open or like the opportunities that you wanted to occur, it is because you are Destined for more, and there is better coming. You just have to do. You just have to ride it. And I think it's one of the hardest things to experience, but also say to people when they're going through it because they're like, "Oh yeah, it's all right for you to say that right now," but it doesn't make the now any easier. But I think we forget that life isn't meant to be easy either.
0: Oh mate, like I, I say to myself once a day, uh, life isn't complicated; it's just hard. But people aren't hard. They're just complicated. And once you understand that, that, that's life. You know, stop trying to seek a shortcut in life. It's supposed to be fucking hard. And stop trying to seek people to be logical and straightforward. We're emotional and irrational beings. We are this sick, twisted, all this changing, fucking pain in the ass thing. It's like, once you understand the rules of those two games, we're kind of set. All you got to do is then just give it a little bit of time and just consistency is the secret sauce. That is it.
1: It is. It is true. And I think everyone seems to be so desperate to achieve certain things by certain milestones, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: But, you know, it's not about that, is it? Because I'm a firm believer of not living by societal terms. So, like, for example, when people say, oh, by the time you're 30, you should have a house, a husband and a child right and it's a bit like but who set that and why do we think obviously there is like a time frame for women if they want children or whatever Mm -hmm. but why do we think that's the norm like why can't we be like hang on a minute though like you know the best most energetic years of our lives will be our 20s and our 30s and into our 40s and so for you to want to achieve all your career goals by the time you're 30 and everything else you also need to live and have fun and experience life and travel. And without that, how do you know who you are and what you want? And who you want to be with and what life you want?
0: I mean, they're all fantastic points, but how do you know who you are? That first one is just,
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: I mean, we've seen it, right? It's a world full of fucking zombies. People don't know who they are. It's <laughs> like, oh, well, who are you? what do you mean um this that and the other I was like no no you're not an accountant that's what you do who are you like, oh uh, 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 uh. Yeah. you're like cool bro I would go away and I would figure that out and you know see what degree your moral compass spins and then we can come back and talk
1: you yeah know, I, think everybody I think it's needs one to go the... on that journey yeah I think it's one of the biggest questions because it's like if you ask someone who they are without allowing them to tell you what their job is or the sport they do or whatever it could be, people don't know what to say because they let things. I knew that was coming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you backed yourself into a corner, mate.
1: Yep. That's what I love to do.
0: (laughs) Go on then. Who are you?
1: I'm someone who loves to, to experience life and all it has to offer in very, different ways compared to I think the normal human being by doing you know the unusual things because I've had an unusual unique upbringing so far and I always try and focus back on the fearless side of the personality I have because it's easy to say oh I'm the adventurer or I'm the girl that does the endurance races or I'm the online coach or whatever it could be but it's like I might not be that person in a year's time because I might have found something new and so I like to be able to think that I, I'm the kind of person that is open to a new opportunity and change and I might not be a coach forever and I might not do all these things forever because I think if you for example like as a runner a lot of people hold that so closely to themselves if for example they get injured or they can't run for some reason they feel lost as a person and i think that's why it's so tricky and kind of dangerous to refer to yourself as just simply like certain pillars and so when i first heard someone like kind of talk about like okay but who are you when you introduce yourself it's like rather than saying i'm a coach or whatever it's like i'm all these different things like i'm also caring and hard-working and you know because this can also be applied to so many errors. it's not about being big, but it's about not allowing yourself just to be one thing because we get so stuck in that don't we mm-hmm. and i know so many people that get so stuck in like oh well i'm a lawyer okay what else do you enjoy though well i don't know because i've dedicated so much time to being a lawyer mm. and that breaks my heart because it's like there is so much obviously we will have to earn money and you know in this current climate we need to be able to do well but there is also so much to life, like why wait till retirement to discover the things that truly make you laugh or make you feel good? Or I want to have so many stories to tell when I'm older and all the random and weird and crazy things that I've said yes to, but that is also why I do the job I do and the why I train because then I can say yes to opportunity.
0: Yeah, wait until retirement. Wait until, I don't know, a common term, old and washed up. So you've got your pennies and you can do what you want. You've created security. I'm like, is that that what we need to be searching for? Security. Comfort. Because the world keeps changing, man. So security is a myth. Where is the guarantee? You know, people say they got to go do a nine-to-five. Let's use the lawyer. What happens if the firm goes bust? The people who own it are going to be sound because they're going to bail out. They'll do whatever. All this kind of weird trickery will happen at the top and they'll make the same monies every year. And the people somewhat in the middle and the bottom will get fucking booted out. What happens then? Yeah, true. This weird security guarantees. We're looking for guarantees. I don't know about you. There's also no guarantee you're going to get there,
1: right? No. I mean, we all hope we do.
0: That, we'll,
1: you know,
0: have a think, but it's that Alan Watts saying you gotta live life like you're already dead.
1: I think you're right, and I think it's doing the thing because whenever like I have a decision to make, um I kind of refer back to a couple of things. So firstly, the phrase that I think about a lot is it's the excuses that you make today that will be the regrets you have at the end of your life. Oh and so for me it's like if, for example, I'm feeling lazy or, like, I'm making excuses, can't be bothered to do something, we all have those things we don't like doing, like paperwork, for example. Yeah. But we have to do certain things or do our certain training sessions to be able to achieve the things we want to achieve. Mm. And next to that, I think about the 90-year-old me looking back at my life and somebody showing me a film. This is the life you had and you know it well because you lived it. But if you were brave and you took some more risks, and you achieved the potential that you have, this is the life you could have had. Now, which choice do you have? If you could go back today, would you do it all again in the same way that you know? Or would you be braver and see whether the risks paid off?
0: You and you, man. Exactly. That person looking back at you in the mirror every morning. That motherfucker sometimes needs a hug or an uppercut. But they're still there every day.
1: Yeah. And I think it's so easy to get caught up in life. But this is also why then I push myself to do these big endurance-based challenges because it gives me that uppercut to kick me back into, fuck it, what's the worst that's going to happen? I I fail, but then I don't believe in failure. So you learn, you get up and you start again.
0: What's your purpose?
1: For me, I truly believe my purpose is to help people not give up, to show that you can kind of move forwards and push yourself and achieve these things. Um, the purpose for myself is I want to be able to do as much as I physically can while I can because I'm lucky enough to be able to get out of bed in the morning.
0: That gratitude, right?
1: Yeah. And, you know, I still look back as, you know, I technically shouldn't be here. I am here. I'm healthy and I have opportunity. You know, it doesn't mean life isn't hard. It doesn't mean there's like doors that get slammed in your face and all these kinds of things, but it's about being like, all right, Find that it wasn't for me let's just do what we can today and make the most of what we have in front of us yeah. and eventually things will settle and things will happen and the right things will happen you meet new people doors open you know you have conversations you push yourself to achieve things and somebody might notice that and be like wow I want to work with you or I want to help you do something else you know
0: Why choose the path that creates the person who you could become rather than settling for the person you should become? Why do that?
1: Because I think there will always be something within you that knows you could have done more. And that regret, I think, I wouldn't want to die with. I'd want to sit there on my last day and say, do you know what, I'm proud of myself because I did my very best with the capabilities and the opportunities in my way. And I think it's so easy to be able to take the comfortable route because it, even that isn't comfortable, but it's easier than taking those risks and pushing yourself time and time again. But then for me, because I have done that, I see the benefit, which is why I continue to do it. And I think until you commit to something, push yourself to achieve it, even though it could be the hardest thing you've ever done, you won't understand the why behind how people do it and why people do it. And so it could be even as simple as getting up your first 5k. Or doing that course that you've always wanted to do. And it's a bit like we are here once, like, what are we waiting for? Why are we, you know, if we fail, we fail, but at least we tried. If we succeed in something but actually we find it's not what we love we've still succeeded because we've had a new experience to learn something got a new skill whatever it could be and we move on but imagine getting to the end of your life and going but what if i had taken that opportunity what if i'd learned that skill or done that course what could have that done to change my life to create the life that i think would have been better for me
0: yeah and the ripple effect it would have had for your family right
1: Well, exactly. And it's like the decisions you make today will affect the opportunities that happen in a year from now, two years from now. And so it's like we get so stuck in the today. But actually, even if you've had the worst year of your life in your career or like whatever it could be, so long as you don't give up, you can't fail. And so long as you don't give up, opportunities will arise eventually. But I've always found the opportunities that I've wanted and maybe they haven't come till years later. I'm always grateful for that because actually I wouldn't have been ready for them percent. if they'd come when I wanted them to. And so it's like, you know, the things that are meant won't pass by, but you have to be incredibly patient, work hard and do everything you can within the capacity that you have and have fun.
0: I could not agree more. If it comes when we want it, When things come when you want it, you're not going to be grateful enough for them. Uh, It's not going to work out. You know, it's not time. It's not really. You know, life gives what you need, not what you want.
1: Well, exactly. And I think also, imagine if you were like, right, tomorrow I want to achieve this thing. And you just did it like that. Mm. You wouldn't try hard for anything, would you? Because you could just be like, oh, now I want to go and do this. And then it just happens. And it's like, no, like, it doesn't work like that. And sometimes the things that we want aren't actually the things we want because we imagine what it would be like to be having those things and actually it might not be as fulfilling or make us as happy as we think, which is why life says no. And I do believe like you have to believe things are always working in your favour even if it's hard and it takes forever and it doesn't feel it.
0: Right. completely agree with you. I call it the curse of the academic. You know, somebody who can pass exams at school, you know, they just kind of show up and they're good or they can regurgitate information. You know, usually the shittiest workers, Mm. you know, they're good at everything. But when life happens and it kind of slaps them in the face with that wet salmon, what are you going to do about it? They fall to pieces, right? That's a fucking snowflake. And you got the curse of the mediocre, (laughs) right? Who know enough to get by, but not enough to know that they actually know nothing. So the arrogant kind of mid-level, they get by with some things and then they realise that's actually going to be a lot of work. So then I don't even try on that one. And then again, a lot of the time I just think, maybe starting things when you actually know nothing. Like, I know nothing here, guys. But do it with your hands up and be like, this is just going to be a lot of hard work and a bit of a long slog here. (laughs) Maybe 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 that's the best way of doing it. Or that might just be the northerner in me. That came out of school with not the greatest of grades and was like, "Well, <laughs> left or right, right, son. You know, you got to figure this out." But I do. I think about it a lot. It's just
1: resilience. Yeah, but I think that's the beauty of life, isn't it? And I think we forget that you're meant. You're, you that's normal. Like it's you're normal. meant to be that way. Like, obviously yeah. we've got like, we've got a spectrum right like, of people that are incredibly intelligent. To people that aren't but i do believe you know one of the most successful people that i know has no uh qualifications no a-levels no GCSEs, none
0: same here. exactly the same.
1: and so i'm not saying that you you shouldn't have these things because obviously there's some professions that are essential like doctors lawyers vets etc like they are needed yeah but just because if you are one of those people that didn't get any of those it doesn't mean that you couldn't be incredibly good and incredibly successful in some fields or retrain into the fields you're passionate about at whatever age you're at never too late to achieve those things because in fact when we are 19 and 20 and we go into a career why we think we should be doing this for the rest of our lives is beyond me because by the time you get into 30s The person that you are when you're in your 30s is a very different person than you were in your 20s. And so you might sit there and be like, do you know what? I've had a great 10 years in this profession, but it's not for me anymore. And that's cool. It might mean a bit of sacrifice in certain areas. But imagine then having to slog through the next 30 years of doing that thing that you don't want to do simply because you didn't try something else. Because how do you know what you're going to enjoy unless you try
0: Yeah, your entire life up until that point will be spent doing something that you don't like doing.
1: Exactly, right? And so look, I'm a firm believer of like, it's going to be fucking hard.
0: Yeah, yeah, 100%. But
1: that's, but that's okay because probably it was really hard when you started that profession anyway. Hmm. So how about you actually do something you could enjoy and eventually earn maybe the same or more money, but you then have a more fulfilled working life, which would then have a ripple effect into the rest of your life. Because if you're miserable at work, you're going to be miserable probably in other areas. So, oh, yeah. you know, as humans, we spend so long working, well, most of us do, unless you in the lottery or whatever, that you might as well try and enjoy it and not be afraid to try something new because it's hard or financially it might be a bit tough for a bit or whatever. Because you might find that you might be so good at this particular thing because you love it that you then impact so many different people or businesses or whatever it could be that that one decision that you made that's absolutely terrifying would change your entire life on so many different levels from your mental health to your physical health to obviously your personal life etc because I'm also a firm believer of like stress and everything causing illness and all these yeah. different things and it's not worth it
0: Exactly. Do you want to play that game of dice? You know, if it's worth it for that individual, okay, you made the informed decision. You're an adult. You get to make that fucking choice. But I would think most of us would say no. And I had a bit of a realization this week of walked into the gym, there's another PT, coaching a couple folk. Uh they were probably about 40s. Right? So that's not even fucking middle age. Middle age is fifties, mate. That's halfway. Right? They're 40s. They're under <laughs> halfway, right? Yeah. They look fucking miserable as shit. They got a massive beer belly. They're like sweating profusively. They're kind of half strutting around the gym. Like, look like they're dying, right? They're barely doing any exercise, but they look like they're dying. But then they go outside and sit in their posh. I thought to myself, I was like, is it was it worth it? Doing 20, 30 years. Fifteen years, ten years, however long you did in this really clearly high stress job, high paid job, you look miserable as shit. You're clearly unhealthy, right? You can barely bloody move, but you sit in your posh. Was it worth it? And for me, I oh, don't think you... that's not worth no. it. I walk to work, mate. I'm good.
1: I would rather be happy and have less uh, material possession
0: for sure.
1: Obviously, like you know, you've got to make the right choices within that. But I think, what is the, as you say, like, what is the point if you aren't happy? Because imagine just like getting to the end and being like, well, that was miserable, wasn't it? It didn't have to be, and it's always going to be hard times and you're emotional. We're human, so like our emotions will play a part. Play a part in different ways. Yeah. But that's how we. That's what helps us make decisions. In yeah the future in our friendship group in you know making the life that we want to make and I think the thing is as well like I think it's so easy to forget that we're meant to have all these emotions as well as you've said like already like lots of people and some people need it but are medicated but it's normal to feel anxious or sad for a bit or then happy and then stressed but at a certain level right Mm -hmm. and we're human beings,
0: yep. we're
1: meant to be messy, yep. <laughs> we're meant to have no idea, like this is my first time living life, I don't know about you, it was like a, a quote that I saw like someone put on their Instagram was like, I've decided not to be stressed and upset at my mum anymore because I realise it's their first time too, mm. living this life, so it's like we get so annoyed sometimes at like parents or people and it's like actually like they're winging it too, like even if they are seventy. Yeah, like time. they don't know. Like it's their first time living at that particular age, going through the stuff that they're going through. So why we've got to give people a bit of slack
0: Time does not dictate maturity. No. Experience does.
1: Exactly that. Which is why you've got to experience everything in life. As you much got as to possible.
0: Jump in head first. Fuck it. Sink or swim, man. Yeah. Mate, yeah I, got
1: exactly. three,
0: I got three questions.
1: Okay. So,
0: What's the greatest piece of life advice you've ever received?
1: Have the courage to live life on your own terms.
0: Oh, God. it shot me with both <laughs> barrels. <laughs> Have the courage to live life on your own terms. <sighs> that is fucking, that is a stunner. <clears throat> I'm going to be bloody digesting that for about three years.
1: <laughs> well, well, it might help you live your life on your own terms, although it sounds like you would yeah, so you don't need my advice.
0: Just man kidding, you know what I mean? Give less fucks, talk more shit. Um, what's the worst piece of life advice you've ever received?
1: Probably the worst piece of advice I've ever received is to just wing it, which I realise I've already said that that's what I've done, but wing it without researching. Wing it without knowing it's what you think you want. Yeah, guess it. Because you're gonna, because you're gonna end up in the wrong circles and the wrong people that won't be supportive and they will tear you down. But your circle is one of the most important things for your happiness, for your peace of mind, but for your success.
0: Could not agree more with that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Be careful who you let in that little uh, that inner circle, man. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. They will uh, build you up or cause your own destruction. That's for damn sure.
1: Absolutely. And I think as you grow up, you learn, and you're happy to let some people go, even if you've known them forever.
0: you got to get burnt a couple of times.
1: <laughs> it's the only way you learn, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately,
0: yeah. <laughs> Shit. Uh, what are the three words you would tell your younger self? Um,
1: you can. So you can a few things that you want. You are your own power. I know these not three words, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> you are your own power.
0: I'll tell you what, mate, you make your own rules.
1: Yeah, exactly. And worry less.
0: You are your own power. That's strong. And so is worry less.
1: Because I think it, we are, oh, it's so annoying because I think we all over worry. And I'm like, why are you worrying about things? Because let's face it, the most of the things we worry about today is- won't matter in five years so I'm always like why are we for five minutes and if it's not going to matter in five years just forget about it control the controllables um, and everything else has just got to be let go because life is too short and you never know what's around the corner like I know it's cliche but tomorrow an opportunity might land in your inbox and it could be the thing that changes your life it might not be tomorrow it might be in six months but there is going to be something so long as you're not stagnating
0: stagnation is the enemy my friend
1: well, yeah, so even if you feel like you are, so long as you're trying your best to make change, change will happen. But when you are ready to receive it. Yeah. And you also need to know and learn about what things you should say yes to and what things you should say no to, even if opportunity presents. You can't just say yes to everything.
0: Agreed. Like
1: I like to say yes to everything, but you also have to weigh up your self-worth and what the impact it makes within your life positively or negatively, and then make your decision based on that as so a calculated decision.
0: Mm. Mate, thank you so much. This oh, thank you. It's
1: been an absolute pleasure this evening. It's a
0: fucking honour and a privilege, mate. And to have a conversation with somebody who sits across the table with their own devil constantly and looks them in the eye and learns their fucking eye colour and their wants and diswants and likes and all that type of stuff, and has that conversation, but then actively goes out and bitch slaps it, and says, "No, no, no! I'm gonna live out. I'm gonna live on my terms, and I'm gonna take the lessons that you're giving me from the part of yourself that believed that doctor, and go out and carve your own path, mate. It's a fucking honour and a privilege, mate. So thank you so much.
1: Oh, thank you very much.
0: You're always welcome it's to talk wonder- shit whenever. Been you wonderful.
1: Want. I
0: love talking shit. Mate, seat at this table whenever you want it. Thank you.
1: Amazing. I'll be
0: back. All right. Speak soon.
1: Speak soon. Take it easy, mate. See you later,
0: everybody.